0: Alright, welcome to another episode of Please Be On The Podcast. I'm your host Dan. A uh, bit of a short one today. It's only, it's only episode two and I've completely run out of ideas. Um, I'll just just pretend it's I'm going for quality over quantity. I've just been completely blindsided by uh, these kids at the back of my house. I'm like, I'm sat in front of the window and probably three times a week there's this window that perfectly lines up with my window and Few times a week, there's always these kids. Well, I think the kids, anyway. For all I know, they're a couple of fifty-year-olds just on their uh, on their knees, looking out the window at me. I feel like I'm in that Hitchcock film Rear Window, where he's a. Uh, if you've seen it, he's a uh, he's wheelchair bound and he's got nothing to do but look out his window and sort of spy on his neighbors. But it's like for me, it's the opposite. So my neighbors are spying on me, and I'm just I'm just the uh, unwilling subject. It is off-putting because they're doing it right now, and. It's like, do your parents not play with you, kids? Come on. Anyway, um, I might just have to stick a Michael Jackson cardboard cut out in the window and scare them away, but I can't do this. I can't work like this. I have to close the curtains. Anyway, episode two might be a bit, uh, bit divisive, a bit controversial. Well, it's not going to be controversial. Like, I'm not going to exactly... <laughs> my little podcast going to ruffle some feathers out there. So the clubs are opening on is it the 21st of June... I feel like it's the 21st of June. Not just like, you know, sat at a table, go for a wee with your mask on. Like, apparently, full on, full on. Like, all the scouts are getting emotional when Sweet Caroline comes on. All the. Uh, <laughs> is that like. Uh, when did that become like a scouts anthem? I feel like everyone goes nuts for it. And I'm thinking, is this like. I don't know. Is it like a footy song or something? Is it like associated with football? i don't know but anyway i fucking hate that song now and i'll have to let people in on a little secret listening listening close there are other neil diamond songs that aren't sweet caroline you know like he's not he's not the best in the world but he's got some you know he's got some hits, man and they ain't sweet caroline why don't some clubs just play, like, Crackle and Rosie or something? You know, do you think Neil Diamond likes the fact that people apparently only know one of his songs? Like, you think about Spandau Ballet. Do you think poor Martin Kemp likes walking the streets and fans come out the woodwork singing This much is true, this much is true. And he's like, no, I'll stop you right there, please. I have done other stuff. Have you not seen EastEnders? And then they reply, I bought a ticket to the world. And he's like, he really fucking legs it. He likes it then, poor fella. I mean, at least in another universe, he's brothers with Ross Kemp on gangs. So I like to think in an alternate timeline, Ross Kemp's like battering all these fans for him, doing them dirty, strapping on a pair of headphones, making them listen to a uh, cut a long story short. That's a good Spandau ballet song. would not you play that in clubs? So going back to what I was saying before, it was, it seems quite divisive because, um, I mean, you know. I've not got a million followers on Instagram, but from what I've seen, it's a bit split down the middle. I do see a lot of people, you know, counting down the days until they can get jiggy with it on the dance floor, and then naturally there's you know the other camp that are quite apprehensive about going back into clubs, which is the camp I'm firmly planting my feet in. I'm just, uh, no, not for me, not for, not for a long time, mate. Most people won't have even had the. Sp- people have had their first job? Um, I don't know if people have had the. F- I don't know if people like 18 to 25 will have had their first job. But if they have, they won't have had their second job. Um, you know, and I'm not like a... I don't think the vaccines, like, obviously it's not 100%. I don't think it's, l- like, bulletproof. Yeah, most... I mean, most of the people that are going to be in clubs won't have been vaccinated at all want to finish their course, but they'll be out in droves, out in droves to a place where you know people are fucking swapping saliva, dancing so hard to a bit you look well on the dance floor, acting like it's the first time they've ever. The, you know the heaving, the sweating, sweating all over the joint. It's just an absolute den of bacteria, and I'm not like, I'm not a huge club guy either. So maybe like, I think I'm just a bit too cynical. Like, I can't can't pretend to enjoy half the shit that they play in bars because it's the same playlist. Like, how can you go out twice a week, three times a week, whatever pissheads do, and act like you've never heard those songs before? It's like, everyone goes fucking nuts for um, that Dexys Midnight Runner song. Um, Come on, Eileen. And they all do the, come on i need to learn, come on and it's like it's like cavemen discovering fucking fire like oh my god come on i need to fuck off it's they ruined the song they ruined the i feel like when i'm in a club and something like common eileen comes on and everyone like they're like like a, f- a switch is flipped and they're like cyborgs i feel like i'm in the matrix like someone's unplugged me And I'm in the Matrix, and I can see everything for what it is. And I'm just unable to bust a move to the same shit while everyone around me gyrates. So, yeah, although I'm a bit fucking cynical when it comes to clubbing, I do remember the Crazy House fondly. You know, don't look back in anger on that one. Remember the Crazy House? Fucking jeez Louise, mate. The Crazy House? Remember, uh, what was that song by... Sum 41? Um was it fat lip i think it went like i know i'm not the one you knew back in high school or whatever the fuck it was i can't think um and that come on you get swarmed by all the skater boys and girls then i feel like everyone knows this it's um you could walk in to the crazy house at any given time any day any day of the week anytime and Killing in the name of fucking Razor Ted and the mosh pit start and you fear you may never get out. It was weird that. This is what like, this is what has made me lose faith in the DJs in town or anywhere actually. Same thing in Manchester, wherever you go. You could walk in to the crazy house at, I don't know, say 9 o'clock, 9pm. 9 you walk in, within, within the hour you're gonna hear doo-doo. Doo now they do what they told you doo doo, do doo fucking Christmas number one of like two thousand and six or something. Or you could you could go in at eleven, go in at eleven pm, five minutes in, doo do doo do now they do what they told you doo do doo do, go in at fucking two am, mate, go in five minutes before the bastard place closes, and you'll hear killing in the name of It's like how how is that possible? So unless they they have a playlist now, unless that song's on the playlist about 15 times every single night, I just don't know how you can hear it at, at just random o'clock. It, you can't fucking... It's like the theme song for the Crazy House, Or, um... It's the fucking Paramore song that was actually a bit of a banger. Uh, I can't remember what it's called. What do I to break? What i be? What do I going to I think if you did manage to break away from the onslaught of the moshes... Your choices were pretty slim. Uh, I think that was the enigma of of the crazy House because obviously if you've been, you'll know. There was um, three floors, bottom floor. was, like, the goth floor. Seeing all kinds down there, mate. It's like Rejects from The Matrix. I remember seeing, like, live nude stripping down there and people getting nose pierced on the dance floor. It scared me, to be honest. I used to, you know, when you'd walk in after you get your... uh, your passport checked because you didn't have your provisional yet. And you just wouldn't make eye contact. So oh uh, 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 no, go straight up the fucking stairs. So then the middle floor was like the what would you call it? The alternative floor. Blink one eight two shit. Some forty one, Paramore, panic at the disco. I chimed in with haven't you ever heard of? Uh I can't believe he used to be into that music. I'm into less embarrassing music now, you know, 70s disco. Way less embarrassing. Yeah, and then the top floor was, like, Chav Central. It was, like, it was like you go, goth, alternative, and then fucking Scally Heaven. Scally Heaven right at the top. And it looked like something off the like Blade Runner, or, like, a Tokyo nightclub. It was, like, fucking... Um, I remember right, it was, like... Was it, like, reflective dance floors and um, platforms and blue neon lights or is this just, like... Am I might just misremembering this because it's been about f- five years since I've been? But I remember it's distinctly looking a lot different and more base hunter-y <laughs> than the other two floors. Um, but yeah, it was it was all the skulls in the Machino clubber trying to pull birds. Not quite Dante's Inferno on the ground floor, like with all the goths. I think that's what was interesting. It's like you know, not to uh, tar everyone with the same brush, like but. Uh, the scowls definitely, you know, don't get on with, uh, goths or skaters or whatever, typically anyway, you know. I think they're just frightened, mate. I think they're just frightened of them. Frightened of, uh, anything different. Different than themselves, you know, because they're all wearing the Nike 110s and their uh, Armani reflective tracky pants. But anyway, I think that was the, that was the beauty of the K, it's like all those different people from different walks of life in perfect harmony together with Paul McCartney. It's just a good time, mate. I've definitely had some of the best and worst nights out of my life. There, uh, Getting those little cups of Aid and vodka for like two quid, playing pool, venturing up to the top floor when you couldn't pull any of the alternative birds. There, are having none of it. You thought I might try it on with some of the Scousers. If you told me that the K never existed and it was just some dream I had one night, I'd believe you. What a like it was just an enigma of a place. Anyway, I've I've pretty much shit on the club and experience, but that's what I do look forward to having a night out at some point. If only to uh you know you know what I miss? You know what I miss? I'll tell you what I miss about the uh about going on a night out. It's that it's the men in the toilets. You know the ones who spray you against your will with home and bargain after shave and they spout poetry. They're the real unsung heroes of a night out. Keeping everyone smelling fresh. And they give you a little pun, send you on your way. Kind of feels like a, um, you know, it's a weird, it's a weird concept, isn't it? Like someone's job is to sit in the toilets of a club till 4am. And like, you know, if you've ever gone in club toilets and you've not been that pissed, you know it fucking smells like a bog. It's absolutely rancid, mate. It's absolutely rancid. It's like an airport toilet, you know. Johnny Businessman's got off a flight from Dubai, gone straight to the shitter, and it's warm, it's like a hot, hot smell. Horrible. Anyway, yeah, it's like a a fever dream, it's like uh, you go into the bogs, say, I'll paint a picture for you, you're in, where shall we say, right, you're in Mojo, you've been dancing on the tables, because that's the fucking thing to do with Mojo apparently, dancing on the tables i bet that you look good on the dance floor. You know, you're absolutely loving it. And uh, you go, shit, I need to piss. So, wade through the crowds to the toilet at the back. Take your place in the urinal line-up. Fumble about, trying to unbuckle your belt. And that's when you hear it. You hear this, uh, this faint voice coming from a dark corner at the back of the toilets. You wear no spray, no lay. And you're like, whoa, what the fuck was that? You turn round, this fella gives you a nod. He goes, no splash, no gash. You're like, alright, mate. You finish up your business, you stumble to the sinks, switch the tap on, and then you hear, no soap, no hope. You're like, okay, mate, yeah. Then you give your hands a barely possible wash, because you just want to get out of there. But, you know, hopefully from June 21st, you give your hands the full 20 seconds in this climate. Don't be a dirty bastard. Washing your hands give him a once-over, and then the hand reaches out from the dark, passes you a bit of kitchen roll, even though you were going to use those electric dryers. And he says, no tissue, no issue. So uh, take it off him, give your hands a quick pat. You know, your hands aren't even close to being dry, but anything to get your damn bogs quicker. Give him a nod, lash it in the bin. Then uh, he comes at you with the spray, with that chemical-ridden cologne, you reach into your back pocket and you think fuck he's got me here you uh fish out a quid lash it in that little dish walk back out into the club completely defeated and then 10 minutes later you're absolutely bursting for a piss again you got to do the whole dance again but uh you know just words to the wise remember lads no cologne you go home alone